This episode of Grape Therapy is brought to you by Progressive. Quote at Progressive.com to join the over 27 million drivers who trust Progressive. Wine. Lots of It's time for Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Welcome to your weekly session. Caitlin and friends are here to share unfiltered advice, lots of laughs, and some major breakthroughs. So put your feet up, pop a cork, and get ready for some grape therapy. Welcome to Grape Therapy. I'm your host, Caitlin Bristow, and my heart is just three times bigger after talking with today's guest. She's just truly the kindest human. I love her so much. Danielle Maltby and I got together to talk all about her experience in paradise after, you know, being in retirement for the last few years. What is she, Tom Brady? That was stupid. And I haven't seen her since Wells' wedding. So, of course, we catch up a bit on what she's got going on in her life as an injection nurse here in Nashville and the impact that she's making with her podcast in the medical space. I'm just really overall impressed with all the things she's doing, but I'm also loving that she is back on my TV screen, being way too mature and boring for any of the drama. (laughs) I honestly could use a little more of her. So let's hope next week's episode gives the people what they want. More Michael and Danielle. Okay, enjoy my chat with the lovely Danielle Maltby. I have two left feet on my socks right now. <laughs> I, I, my socks say left and right, and I have I really had to look at them this morning and be like, okay, which? <laughs> I feel like this says a lot about our personalities that you actually check and you put the right one on, and yeah. I put two lefts on. But does it feel different? Because these, like, you can oh. definitely tell. Oh no, it feels pretty good actually. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe so that one needed some more support. Okay, I was trying to think when the last time is that we saw each other. I saw you at Wells' wedding, Wells and Sarah's yes. wedding. How yes. beautiful was that wedding on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like the dreamiest of all dreams? Can I vote for like 10 million? Yes, it, <laughs> it was a dream. I've never experienced anything like that. Uh, truly from the moment like you got into the vineyard mm-hmm. to the second we got home, we were like, what? That was like fairy tale. Like, what are we just? It was like whimsical and magical and beautiful. And but you could feel all the love. You really could. Everyone there loved Sarenwell so much. Yes, and you could feel that. And then you could feel the love just like radiating off of them. It's true. The way they look at each other and speak to each other is something I I don't know if I've really witnessed something like that before in my life. Yeah, and I feel like it needs to be protected. Very protected at all costs. Oh, gosh. Okay, now tell me, for those that are listening that don't know what you're up to these days, tell me about being an injector. Are you doing fillers and Botox right now? Yeah. Do you love it? I love it. Elizabeth, like, totally took me under her wing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's just incredible. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, I switched. I left the NICU bedside. Yes. And, you know, had, like, my podcast, still have my podcast yeah. to, like, kind of bridge the gap from healing from the healthcare burnout and trauma yes. but but yeah so now I, I made the switch I've been doing that for about two and a half years now and it's just it's so fun I know a lot of people have thoughts of what filler might be if they don't know oh my God, yeah. and there's so much stigma around Botox and fillers and how it then people think like it's plastic surgery or you've got under the knife or mm-hmm. it's like not you know like it's such a faux pas thing to some people yeah but i feel like i bet so many people walk out after you've done that and then just feel like wow it looks like i just slept for 28 hours straight 
Yeah. yeah. I feel refreshed. Yeah. Refreshed. So what, yeah. Do, what do you think it is? Why do people still think it's like so faux pas or is it just because people have lack of knowledge? I don't know. I think it's a lack of knowledge. Yeah. I mean, like I even had someone comment on like something I posted recently and they're like, oh yes, Botox. And I was like, actually it's Dysport. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference. There's a big difference. In my opinion, <laughs> Dysport for life, but it, yes. it actually depends on the person, right? Right. Like how your face muscles, I do not know the terms, like take yeah. it, like Dysport works so well for me and it lasts longer in me, but sometimes yes. Botox works better for people. Yeah. What is the difference? It's kind of like a name. <laughs> it's kind of like a trial by like, you've got to test things out and see what works better in people. Yeah. That's yeah. wait. Do you do Sculptra? Mm-hmm. Do you like doing that? Sculptra is incredible. I do Sculptra booties. I do it in face. I, yeah. You do it in booties? Yes. I don't know. What is it? It just revolumizes. It builds collagen. Collagen. It rebuilds collagen yeah. in your face. And we tend to lose a lot of that as we age. So, And then, okay, I just have so many questions because I love this shit so much. But yeah. PRP. Love PRP. You I do? do. A lot of that too. Yeah. Okay, so do you do it in scalp for hair growth or do you do it in face yes. or all of the above? Both. Both. Okay. Um, I like to do it in under eyes. It's a lot safer, but it's not like an immediate effect. Um, How long does it take? So that usually I tell patients to like schedule with me about like three to four sessions, about four to six weeks apart. Because again, we're trying to build that collagen. Yeah. Up, but it doesn't have the same like risks as, you know, injecting filler in the under yeah. eye does. But yeah. It is a slower building process. And so if honestly, if anyone comes in like, no, like I want tear trough filler, I'm like, Gotta go see Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. She's the best and yeah. I'm too scared. <laughs> it's true. I think it was seven years ago. I was probably 30. I went to a spot in LA that people speak very highly of. Mm-hmm. And I got under eye filler because I was like, oh, I just have this one line. Like, I just want it filled. And she just stuck a needle into this line and filled it. And I had a tube of filler just stuck there. And then I waited because I was like, well, if filler goes away after a little while, like whatever. And it just got worse and worse. And now I have a purple line there that doesn't go away. I don't know what to do, but I think it's like permanently damaged. So, yes, it is very scary to do under eye filler. But PRP under there is better. I wouldn't. I'd say like they both have their purposes. PRP is a lot safer to inject. You don't have the risk of like occluding vessels or anything like that. Got it. But it just takes more time. They both definitely have their their place. And then what is PRP? Because I'm asking you and I do, I've do. i done it twice and I'm like, what is it? Um, all, I hear hair growth and I go, do it to me. Um, stab it in my scalp. Stab it all over my scalp. I don't care. Uh, I took laughing gas last time. I was like, this is actually quite fun. But what does PRP exactly do? Because you draw blood, like your own blood. And the same yes. thing, I guess, with facials for PRP facials yeah. and stuff. You draw your own blood. What does spinning it do? Because you spin the blood before you inject it into your scalp. Yes. What does that do? So spinning it actually separates the solid portion of your blood. So oh. it separates your red blood cells out and then you have your platelets, which are a lot smaller than your red blood cells. So you have your platelets and a bunch of like growth factors and your plasma that is just like pure gold and it triggers um, collagen and elastin response. And so that, when you inject it into your scalp, then promotes hair growth. Mm-hmm. And then how long do people usually need? I, I'm only asking because not only for myself, but when I, when I was saying I was doing it, people were like, mm-hmm. I need more answers. So it promotes the hair growth, stimulates the follicle, mm-hmm. makes it um, happen quick. How many sessions do you need to do a PRP to see results? <sighs> it's kind of different on everybody. Uh, I'd say at least like three to four. Okay. 
But I really like to combine that with like Nutrafol. Yes. I'm, um, I, I've taken Nutrafol every single day, like at the same time for the last yes. year and a half. And it's made all the difference. Yes. Yeah. So like that combined with the PRP. Yeah. <gasps> Yay. Okay. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. doing that. Um, I have noticed a big difference with Nutrafol and then the PRP I've only done twice. So I have my next appointment booked. And then scrunchies, of course. Yes. Scrunchies will always keep the hair healthy. And um, that's um, all I have to say about that. Uh, okay. I love the scrunchies. I love the scrunchies. But yeah, I just I think it's so fun. I always because obviously I go to Elizabeth and Kat's one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always so fascinated by how knowledgeable you have to be to actually be an injector. Yes. Like a lot of people were nurses first before mm-hmm. doing that. And yeah. you have to feel confident and safe with putting needles in people. Like, I don't oh, know, we're big, yeah. big fans of Botox on this podcast. But are, do you have any tips for the first timers who want to go but might be like a little hesitant or nervous because of the unknown? I would definitely just like, you know, sit down with your provider beforehand mm-hmm. and tell them, like, you know what? I'm actually a little bit nervous. Can you walk me through what's about to happen? Yeah. So I try and do that a lot with all of my patients and I just like to prep them. Yeah. So like I will walk them through every single step yeah. of the procedure. And then again, like while I'm doing it. Yeah. Too. So that, okay, uh, how crazy is it? Sometimes I forget you're like not just my friend and an injector. I'm like, <laughs> do people just come in and be like, I'll get Botox, but can we also take a selfie? Like, do people come in as fans? Um, not so much yet because I changed my hair color. People don't know. Stop. <laughs> but like I did have a patient recently come in and she's like sits down and she's like telling me and then she's like staring at me and she's like, God, you look familiar. And I'm like, do you watch The Bachelor? She's like, I watched you last night. <laughs> and I was like, isn't that crazy yeah. though? Because so many people um, on the show, you know, their job is to promote things on social media or mm-hmm. do other things. You are... Going back to, well, I mean, I you like were, to work. but you do <laughs> like to work because you I also do. have your podcast and you could also promote things on your Instagram, but you also yeah. love to work. I do. So that's crazy that people do promote like where you work on social media or no. So I have a separate account okay, um, that I do, but I try not to link both of those yeah. together. I mean, like every once in a while, I'll like share something and be like, hey, yeah, but like go follow the injector page. Right. That. Right. I have had some people stalk me before. And of it's course. just like, uh, well, that that would be my number one fear is being on tv opens up your world to like so Mm -hmm. many strangers that you know who they know who you are but you don't know who they are and when you can like tell them exactly where you are and at what time that terrifies me even though i'm like well i do that at live podcasts or signings or whatever but like it's your workplace Mm -hmm. and it's um other people are there too so i don't know i just thought about that and i was like that must be crazy it's a little scary but you know our my friend that works at the front desk, I wouldn't mess with her. So. Oh, I love that. <laughs> she's, she's a real tough cookie. She'll sniff people out real quick. Oh, that's amazing. So, she's yeah. got a nose for the psychos. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and then before you did injections, you were obviously, like you said, a nurse in the NICU. And, mm-hmm. and you said it causes serious burnout. And um, like burnout. mental health-wise, I... I'll never forget telling my dad I wanted to be a news anchor. I wanted to be like on TV as some sort of host. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't know if you are tough enough to do the news. And I was like, why? He's like, because you have to like tell stories that like of people like certain deaths or certain happening. And and he goes, and you're an empath. And and I know that you are too. So you must take on a lot of emotion coming home from that. You do. And there's such a huge lack of support 
in healthcare for healthcare workers. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where more and more is constantly asked of you. Yeah. For no pay. Yeah. For no overtime pay. Like, and no resources, no like psych resources. That's still to this day, huh? Yeah. I mean, we have, I mean, most hospitals have like an employee health assistance thing where you can go and, you know, talk to a social worker or something right. like that for so many sessions. But it's just not this, it's not the same. Like, that's, you're what? working in unsafe conditions, unsafe yeah. ratios, and you're tired. You're exhausted. You're I bloody. mean, drained in every way yeah. possible. Yeah. And there, okay, so what do we do about that? Like, how can oh, people? Girl, that's a million dollar question. I guess, yeah. You, you're like, I've been trying to think about this for $100,000 plus bonuses and uh, more than that, to be quite frank. Yeah. Um, and redistribute that <laughs> to the staff to like maybe retain them. No kidding. But no, it's it's a million dollar question. Yeah, There's I guess so. a lot of different organizations working. Like, on like that I way. haven't thought about that, Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what can I do we're, to help? We're trying. <laughs> you know, we're working on that on the WOMED and yeah, um, on uh, impact in healthcare is really trying to do a lot. Don't clock out um, is a brand new mental health initiative that's starting for. Um, uh, because like physician suicide rates are so high too. So. Yeah. Cause like you said, you talk about this on your podcast mm-hmm. tell people what they would like find out if they listen to your podcast. Cause it's not oh, just yeah. for, you know, like nurses or it's for everybody. It's for everybody. And everybody who has like some sort of interest in, you know, the healthcare field, my co-host Jack and I have really opened it up more to originally it started as uh women in medicine. Yeah. Uh, but we really want, felt like we were excluding like a large population of healthcare by not including um, more members of the LGBTQ populations and those that identify as women. Mm-hmm. And so we've opened up um, and had like a lot of guests on that way, just trying to amplify those voices. Because like, if you see yourself represented in a certain career, you're going to be more apt to go for those careers. That's so true. So, but we oh, talk so about nice. a lot of fun stuff too. Like, you know, Healthcare workers trying to date is really difficult. We talk about mental health. We talk about like sensuality and like sexuality. We just had like Evian Whitney on. Oh my God. She's. Phenomenal. Oh, I love that. Like sex experts. And you just like yeah. touch on a lot of topics that people could learn a yeah. lot about. Like what kind of besides. Okay. You've had a sex expert. What kind of guests do you bring on? Like who's been your favorite guest? We actually just had uh, Mrs. And Jemmy. She is. <laughs> She calls herself a human dissector, which she is. She's actually a surgical pathologist, but performs autopsies. Oh, wow. But she has found and like created like this massive platform to discuss like all the different things that can like genetic issues and things that can go wrong wow. and uses that platform to teach. And cool. she's she's very cool. Like if you're into like the gross She's someone really awesome to check out. But like we've had Dr. Pimple. I was just going to say, like, I was thinking of gross. And I, I was just going to say, didn't you have Dr. Pimple Popper, yes, Popper on? She's yes. Very sweet. That's I like her a lot. That is amazing. Are you yeah. into p- uh, pimple popping? Oh, yeah. Give me all of them. I can't do it. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I'm like, let me add it. Did you ever <laughs> pimple pop people on Paradise? Yeah. Actually, <sighs> I popped some on Flow. And I think some of the other girls, because it was like, Someone got like, it wasn't a bite. It was just, you know, you're hot, you're sweaty and you're oh, yeah. getting all this stuff. And I was like, okay, come here. 
got them all up and got my like that is Zio, like so, 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 I would have just been hanging out with you the whole time being like can you take care of my skin here please oh my god I was like put on your sunscreen everybody put on your sunscreen yeah well, you, let's go you wouldn't have to remind me I'm a I'm a freak for skincare and for sunscreen but yeah. the thing that I would I would look like a drowned rat in paradise all the time because I sweat from my head that's the only place I sweat Oh, really? Well, between my massive boobs, just kidding, I have no boobs. Uh, between my between, between my two bumps on my chest that are bee stings um, and my head, my head, that's where yeah. I sweat the most. And I like, like, it looks like I had a shower. Yeah. I mean, nobody would want to date me on the beaches of paradise. Oh, my God, Caitlin, you'd be a very hot commodity, but. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. They would think I would be. And then I'd get there and they'd go, oh. It's rough. You can't, like. Your hair doesn't hold any sort of curl. No. Like, it, like you can't get. But yet cute. you guys all look cute on it. I don't understand. I I tried. I, my hair was just not cooperating. No, I love things. you in a top knot. Oh, thank you. Yeah. When you went on the date with Michael and Wells. Yeah. And your hair was in the top one. Or was that the week before? That was probably our first date. I definitely had it up in top. It knot, was so cute like, on you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It looks so. so I mean, I'm starting to learn that you truly uh can pull off any hairstyle so <laughs> how does it feel to be perfect so far from it thank you very much <laughs> i just remembered something what you did the matchler with jimmy kimmel i Is did that... wait how did you get that gig come on it was he's like i think Malpy could really use a leg up right now like <laughs> that wait that's so funny okay yeah. so you were on nick vile season yes did you really like him well, I, you know, in the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody does. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you're like, but when you're removed, you're like, oh, no, 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 that's not my person. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then you went to paradise and then yes. did the matchler. Yeah. Well, I did the matchler. It was early 2019, I feel like. Okay. Maybe yeah. It was late. So, Elon like, Gale, yeah. who used to be one of the executive producers of it's The Bachelor. So I mean, to me, he was like the face of it all behind the scenes. Like to the cast, he was the face. To everyone else, like people still knew him on Instagram as the guy with the crazy hair that like does yeah. stuff with The Bachelor. Yeah. But so he was the one that got you the gig with Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. How cool. Yeah. It was so good. Cool. That was honest to God, like one of the coolest things that has come out of 100% for me. Yeah. To do that. Oh my God. So you, what exactly for people that didn't know, what did you do with Jimmy Kimmel? So I, I made a Twitter account with Jimmy Kimmel. And uh, we swiped together. We picked out some dates. And then we had all these guys come and meet me at this one specific time and location and uh, surprise them all because our first date was with Jimmy Kimmel. I, too, had a date with Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) on my season of The Bachelor. Oh, my God. I mean, it was amazing. It was everything. He's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Who's the best? Okay. So so they would all come meet you at the spot and then Jimmy Kimmel was there with you. Yeah. And then they had um, so like he would grill them and like we would be like on a date together with you know, this guy. And then they had me on for uh, like a finale sort of episode. And Leon Bridges was in the dressing room next no to me. No way. Oh my, did you get to get to like say anything or say hi? Yeah. Or be like, yeah. Leon. Yeah. Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he sang Pony that night. Oh, wow. His version of Pony is I just legendary. I mean, he's everything. Yes. Wow. And so beyond. If you, and beyond. If <laughs> I like tried to steal your joke, I was like, and beyond, and beyond. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you said it first. Uh, that He's amazing. Yeah. When I was on. Oh, wait. Was that? Yeah. No. It was when I was on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, my God. Which was cool, too. So cool. I was on him for like literally 10 seconds. But Channing Tatum. 
Okay. Channing Tatum was, uh-huh. and when I walked um out of the dressing room, Channing was like, "You funny," and I was like, "You, you you're hot." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was I like, am I out. sweating right now? <laughs> I, but only from my head, remember? Not my arm. Oh, yeah, not your arm. Yeah. It's just your head. But he, yeah, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and I also used him. Uh, I think I've actually told the story on the podcast before, but when I was doing uh, Good Morning America one time, we were doing behind the scenes on uh, a phone mm-hmm. and they were like, Caitlin, what, like, as, a, as the bachelorette, like, what's your favorite pickup line? And I said, just saying to someone, like, good, and you. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I'll just walk up to someone and be like, good, and you? And if they're like, I didn't ask, I'll be like, well, that's rude. And then it starts a conversation. And so I always <laughs> use that as a pickup line. So we were on our way out and the big elevator doors at Good Morning America open. And again, Channing Tatum walked out and I, we were doing like the same press rounds, clearly. Yeah. And I was walking in and he went, oh, sorry, because he kind of ran into me. And I went, good, and you? <laughs> He just looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, well, that didn't go as planned, but <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, okay, so you did you, you did all these dating shows, including The Matchler. What made you go back to Paradise? Because I've talked to you about like po- the possibility of going back on like a couple years ago because, yeah. you know, it's always a way to find a person. Or, but I just feel like it had been a few years for you. And I want to know what made you be like, you know, this might be my year. Oh man, I and it wasn't a long gale. I know that. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a long. You would have been like Maltby. Listen, <laughs> yeah. come on, my. Other I think show. it's time to come on out of retirement. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be like, I think it's time to go on F Boy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you've learned anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd been out of the franchise for so long. Yeah, that when they called me, I was like, wait, are you serious? Did someone ask for me? Right. Like, someone had to have asked for me. Right. Right. Um, Did someone ask for you? I think so. Really? <laughs> Wait. Well, oh, they... Really? I mean, I don't... I mean... You don't know 100%, but you're 99. Yeah. And it wasn't Wells, because I know Wells wanted you to come on. Yeah. So Michael wanted you there? I think so. Oh, that's really cute. Oh, I can't wait to ask him if, if that's what he wanted, because yeah. that would be... Pretty sure I was on his list. I wish I watched with spoilers, but I watch everything spoiler-free. Yeah. And I don't like to know anything. Mm-hmm. And even if I see things, I am still I pretend I don't, because I like to watch spoiler-free. So everyone listening right now, I don't know what happens. Okay? I don't know what happens. So the fact that I think possibly you two could be perfect for each other, I would like to know if he wanted you there because that's really cute. Of all people. Yeah. Because he was a little hot commodity. Bringing me out of retirement. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But when Michael A. asks you to come out of retirement, you do. Well, I didn't know, but like, (laughs) I was hopeful. (gasps) How cute. Okay. And so then they called you and you were like, yeah. Okay. I'm like, I'm such a hopeful romantic. You really are. You know, I, I know a lot of people go on the show and they're like, they're to make a show. Yeah. I really, I really like believe in love. Yeah. And you know, it can happen on that show. It can happen. Mm -hmm. And I had done a lot of work on myself. Like I've been going to therapy like twice a week now for the last year and a half. I don't have any plans on stopping because how that shit has like helped me so much oh my gosh like good days bad days everything in between yeah it's just really nice to have someone that you can 
And there's always stuff to. to figure out. You know, yeah. like even if you're like, what am I going to talk about today? You'll find something. I'm 37 years old. There's 37 years of shit that I've been through. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I even learned about from my therapist that you can go back into the freaking womb and know how your mom felt like while she was pregnant with you and yeah. how that could affect you. Yes. Like what? It, it's your your whole life will be an ongoing project of learning about yourself. And what a beautiful thing to do. This episode of Grape Therapy is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Now, most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. While you're listening to me talk, you might be driving or cleaning or exercising or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else that you can be doing right now. And that's getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's super easy, you guys, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 27 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Okay, you know, I can't keep a secret. Depends what it is, but most of the time, no. Or a deal to myself, which is why I'm going to tell you the best place to find spring savings, Ross. Okay, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends because when you find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices, you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on these deals on your favorite tops. And it's spring. So, you know, Ross has savings on sundresses. And you can shop your spring style with brand names, sandals for less. And with these savings, you're going to want to get a handle on these handbags. Get outside this spring with savings on the outdoor tableware. And let's not forget about the guys, okay? There are plenty of great deals on men's shirts and more. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This, I feel like it's obvious on TV when people are there to make TV and when people, like, for example, <laughs> Again, I don't know spoilers, but I believe that Serene and Brandon are meant to be together. And we don't yeah. see a lot of them. And that's because they're not there to make TV. <laughs> they're yeah, they're there. napping and talking about love and eating tacos. Exactly. Man, yeah. And I don't want to see that shit on my TV screen. Just kidding. <laughs> I actually do. But I'm like, it's funny because, you know, it, it is people... Some people just make that show, the entertainment of it all, mm -hmm. the ups and the downs and everything that comes along with the journey of a relationship. But it's you can just tell when people are there for genuine love. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, again, the fact that we're just, you know, I would like to see more of you and Michael, but I feel like you two have a very healthy relationship on our screens right now. There's been really no drama for you, except for the fact that What's-Her-Face is trying to say, like, but in three days, he led me on and there was a bigger plan. And, and so I've like, got receipts. And I'm like, but if you have receipts, that's fine. Like, show them. Yeah, show them. I, in my opinion, I have never talked to her, so I can't speak for her. But from my opinion, from an outsider viewer, Wells and I talked about this, mm -hmm. is just like, dude, it was three days. And he might have had some feelings towards you that doesn't 
like, don't take that away from what it really was, because maybe it was something nice that made him realize, like, hey, wait, I did like you, but it's not where I want it to be. And like what you're watching the rest of the season play out at. Yeah. Yeah. She's making it seem like he was just like a little playboy. But like also, again, this is this is honestly, it's been it's been a little frustrating. But if this is someone that you really cared so much about, like, you know, and respect, why are you shitting on his happiness? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say it for you. (laughs) (laughs) But good luck on your single that you just released after you tweeted something crappy. Stop. She released a single after that? Yeah. Oh, see, now that's recently. That doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. Oh, that's, well, you know, I hope it does Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I hope it does too. You know, we're all trying to like make our way out here. Just don't try and bring someone else down the process. I think there's better ways to do it. That's very fair. Yeah. You don't need to bring someone to, someone down, especially a good person who's just trying to find love in a in a hopeless place. Yeah. Don't try and bring them down to release a single. I do respect the hustle, though. I mean, yeah. It's, it's hard. It's hard out here. I respect the hustle. Sometimes you got to make headlines to, you know. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but will that will we see that play out on the reunion filming? You know, I think you'll see a lot of surprises oh. on the reunion. Okay. So you'll just have to... I never know what's going to make the cut. So there you go. (laughs) I think a lot of people would be nervous to go back to paradise and be like, oh, I'm at this point in my life. Like, do I really need to do that? And I'm sure you nervous. I was going to ask, how nervous were you about going back? I'm 37 years old and a 37 year old body with a bunch of like 24 year olds. Danielle. No, I know. Like, but like COVID was rough. Like, and like things. Roses for everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I really wish I would have had more of that like mindset. But mine was like the voices that are so nitpicky and like cruel are so much louder. I know. And like, oh, it just, it still like digs in there at you. Well, and this is part of the reason I go to therapy is I suffered body dysmorphia my whole freaking like late teens and 20s and it's such a real thing and it's just like again and maybe that's because it's not represented on like magazines you know television shows of what beauty standards are we i mean you're the same age as me so you probably saw the magazines of cosmopolitan where it was like must be a wave eat four i remember reading eat like four pieces of an orange and like six almonds or something. And like, Mm -hmm. this is what you do for a a guy to like you. And this is like, like it. that's what we filled our brains with growing up. When you go, you know, again, that beauty standard of showing up to the beaches and not only beauty standard, the age standard, you know, like everyone is young and toit. And someone tweeted, when do you age out of paradise? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) But, but that's what I mean. Like, I think I would actually prefer to see late 30s finding love i guess it's more entertaining to see a bunch of like i would have been a shit show on on tv dating in my like 23 24 is whatever but i don't know i would just i would like to see a little bit more maturity sometimes out there apparently it's boring because we're therapized and i'm problematic (laughs) damn it (laughs) damn it that's so true you know we're not getting ourselves into toxic relationships yeah we're like "Mm, actually that goes against my boundaries they're like uh, yeah, yeah, we don't do that here on the beaches. Yeah. <laughs> no boundaries here. No boundaries. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Did you know anything about Michael before you showed up? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. No, Michael and I had chatted a few times beforehand. Oh, oh so you... Okay. 
See, I like when people own that. Okay, so you guys were talking in the DMs, and were you yeah. like, hey, we could possibly meet on Paradise? Or were you like, oh, you weren't. You were like, no. hey, nice to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, he had posted, I think it was, like, an anniversary post or something. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God, this was probably, like, a year ago at this point. And I was just like, hey, you know, I had kind of been going back and forth, like, almost like looking for a sign, I think, to uh-huh. reach out to him. Okay. Because, like, I knew he had, like, a similar loss compared to mine. Uh-huh. And I was like, hey, you know, as someone in the franchise who has been through something similar and has shared that experience on TV, it can be a lot. Like, a lot of people in your dance, kind of overwhelming and, yeah. you know, good and bad things, right. you know, and... I was like, if you ever, you know, need someone to chat with that, you know, has been there too, like, let me know. That's nice. So we've literally, I mean, like, we had chatted a few times about that. And of course I had a crush on him. I mean, like, look at him. I know. But I, like, it's so- nothing ever crossed any sort of boundaries. Well, no, of course, because you two are little rule followers as well. <laughs> I'd be like, right? well, you both also came, you're coming from such a genuine place, you know, like, yeah. it's not like you were like, I'm going to walk down the beaches. We should plan something. And oh your story God. matches with my story. Like, yeah, it's not that works out so well. Never. <laughs> Brendan and Piper. Yeah, exactly. Never. I mean, it did work out for them because they're I mean, they're together, still together but- <laughs> and happy. But like, but it's just not a good look. But yeah. And you want things to happen naturally. And I just feel like you're two very genuine people who probably like, I mean, you know me, I believe in the power of the universe and mm-hmm. things happening in the right time. Everything's timing. What was I just listening to where, oh, I was watching The Secret. Okay. And because on eleven eleven the other day, um, the most powerful day of manifesting, it was one 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 two two, um, And so I was watching The Secret. Okay. And it was saying, like, a lot of people will also think, like, well, if I really have the, that much power, why do bad things happen? So I never want to say, like, mm-hmm. you know, you two are the timing is right and things are meant to be because I wouldn't ever want you two to go through the kind of loss that you went through. Right. There's always some sort of not silver lining, because, again, that just it's so tragic what you both had to go through. But to find one another out of something so tragic and be able to not even like bond over it, but to Mm -hmm. understand each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And get that second chance. Like you just said, like it, because that's got to be something that's really hard for other people to understand is to find love again and not be replacing somebody, you know? Yeah. Did you two talk about that a lot? I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And it was really interesting because I can't look back on my relationship with Nick and be like oh my god that was like a beautiful healthy relationship because it wasn't right but I know his with Laura was yes and so we talked about that a lot but then just getting to like feel something for someone and have it feel safe Mm -hmm. and like be able to explore things outside of grief and like laugh with each other and get to know each other and like not really be defined by what happened to us right has been really unique and really special yeah it is special there's just something 
about you too. And I think Wells said it on my podcast and I think he's also said it in other places. And I think everybody agrees. Like whoever knows you guys, if we, if you know the two of you, thinking of the two of you together makes me want to cry. <laughs> like, I'm like, wait, how can two special, that special of human beings be together that are both my friends, both really just like genuine special humans I feel like you two are meant to be. I hope you're together. I hope you're engaged. I hope you're getting married. I hope you're already married. I don't care if I wasn't invited. <laughs> I don't even care. Just make it happen. <laughs> you know what? I'll throw another wedding for you in my backyard. And I just need to Perfect. be there. I need to witness this love for all of its glory. Mommy and Pino can be our ring bearers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, it's, Michael's son has to sit that one out because oh, Pino yeah. and Ramen... <laughs> No, I mean, come on. Like, James would be best man. I was going to say, he would for sure be his best man. Oh, that's so cute. Um, well, I hope everything goes in the way that it is for in my brain, because that would be everything. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to watch to find out. <laughs> Tune in on Tune ABC. Tune in on ABC. Mondays and Tuesdays. <laughs> 8 p.m. 7 Central. Okay, also, I want to talk about this episode a little bit. What did you think of Justin's reaction to Eliza going to Baltimore for him because I saw two sides to that. So one of, no, I saw three sides because Rodney's that side crushed my whole being. Rodney's, he's a light. He's a light. Can we do like back-to-back bachelor seasons? Because I'm, I'm going to be perfectly honest. The only one I'm invested in is like watching one with Rodney. I agree, but I don't think Rodney's heart could handle it. No. And part of me, and you know what, like I say that, but then I'm like, and I've told Rodney this, I'm like, I would have to be on your season and bet every single one of these girls. Yeah. I'll go with you. Because I, I almost don't want it to like take what makes Rodney Rodney away from him. I know. That's, you know, when you talk about protecting people at all costs, Rodney, Rodney is one of them. Protect. Yes. Hit that protect button. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. Smash I would. That I know where button. the I know where the mansion is. Let's go. And okay, perfect. I'm acting like you're like, sorry. Gone. We're like, actually, we're here to interview all of you. We're going to look through all of you. I would. Yeah. I did it on, whose season was that? Michelle's. We went through, hey, Rodney was on Michelle's. I probably went through his room. <laughs> <laughs> we went through their rooms with the black lights and oh, made yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. So maybe I did go through Rodney's stuff, but he's an angel nonetheless. Yeah. He's a freaking angel and it broke my heart. But you can't fault Eliza for that because no, you can't. I get that she was pressured by the outside voices. Because everyone everyone loves Rodney so much. So then you go, what's wrong with me? Why don't I love him as much as... Right. Which she probably could as a friend. Because obviously you can't not love that guy. Right. But I don't blame her. And I hope she's not getting slack for... I Yeah, I did sure something is, but... out that night because I was seeing some like rather harsh things. Go- and it's just like... Y'all do not understand what it is like to no, like, you have don't. feelings for someone and then have them have like more feelings for someone else and then be like in this crazy situation where A, you're like sleep deprived, you're like hot and sweaty, yeah. there's crabs in the shower. Yeah. And the whole cast is like, you should do this, you should do that, you should do this. And I was like, That's the thing. You when you have that much noise and distractions around mm-hmm. you, you're brain goes well shoot everybody is saying rodney so i should probably do that or all the cast is going to be annoyed at me and then america is going to hate me and then you forget wait what do i actually want which was clearly justin Mm -hmm. and so then she's just trying to you know be like i made a mistake and then she goes and she said you know i told rodney he he needs to be chosen and with zero hesitations and in my head i'm going 
Well, I hope Justin says, well, what do you think you did? Because you didn't choose me and you hesitated and now you're here. So, you know, what did you think of Justin's reaction? I thought it was totally justified. Totally. Me too. Yeah. No pun intended. No yeah. <laughs> totally justified. <laughs> totally justified. <laughs> because it's like, you know, everyone wants to be chosen. Yeah. And I would hope that, you know, he, like, upon review, he can see that, you know, everyone was like, Team Rodney. And yeah. Which has got to hurt, had. too. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we love Justin. Too, yeah. But it was like, there was something really beautiful about him and Eliza together. Yes. But it's like, oh, I don't know. Like, it, that would be a really tough situation. Like, I I probably would have reacted the same way that Justin did. For sure. Yeah. And, I mean, it really put things into perspective when she's like. <laughs> it sucks for Eliza. But it put yeah. it into perspective when she was like, you know, it was only three days. I was like, what the hell? Three days is all you guys knew each other, and you're flying across like the country. So much long- oh, that she knew Justin. Yeah. yeah, but like the separation was like five days long. It was very long. And then with, in Justin's case, I'm like, well, if it's only been three days, and she can't hurt you, like, eh, just test it out and see, like, yeah, you know, go date her for the last couple of weeks. I don't know, yeah. but I, I'm just like, well, so now what? So I wonder what is going to happen between them. Do you know? I don't know. Again, there might be something at the reunion, but who oh, knows? Gosh, I wish the reunion has aired. I want to know what's happening. Yeah, me too. Do a, <laughs> yeah, you bet. Do, wait, is the reunion the last episode? So the week of Thanksgiving, there are two episodes, and it is, I think, engagements, overnights, engagements, and oh, right. the reunion. So I reunion. think they're playing... Things back and forth. Because Bachelor Nation has so many questions. Like, what the hell is going on with Victoria Fuller and Greg? What happened to her and Johnny? What happened? Johnny is an angel. Johnny is an angel amongst uh, us. Mm -hmm. I I feel like there's a lot of questions that are going to be answered on the reunion. A lot of stuff is going to have to be talked about in that reunion. A lot is going to be talked about in the reunion. Yeah. Yeah. What about Mara? Is it Mara or Mara? Mara, like marinara. See, I thought it was Mara, like Maranara. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, I actually I guess thought it was it depends Mara. On how you say your age. Okay, <laughs> it's Mara from Clayton season. Hey, I'm Canadian. Maybe I say Mara. Yeah. Um, well, she I joined bag wrong. So. Oh, I say. Wait, I do too. How do you say it? Bag. Bag. Yes. Yes. It I do too. To me. How do you say milk? Milk. Say it again. Milk. Oh, I say milk. Oh, well. Okay. Bag, big, and bag all sound the same. That's when funny I say because it. I can't say it any other way. I've tried. No. Bug. Bag. Bag. I can't. Bag. It's bag. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad. Mara, however you say it, mm-hmm. Mara from Clayton season joins at the most awkward time of all times to arrive. Oh. That's got to suck. It sucks. I mean, thankfully, she got to go on a date and it worked out. But like yeah. that sucks for timing wise to mm. freaking go. And then anyways, so somebody says, yes, Justin, I hated and I know you're going to agree with me on this. I hate the term battle of the cookers. It's really frustrating. Like, because like men can do it and it's fine. But like women dating a younger man, like now we're cougars and we're labeled something. But as cougars, can't we just like reinvent what that means? Like a wise older woman who doesn't care about age and goes after personalities. You mean like normal dating? Yeah. As long as it's like 
legal ages. <laughs> as as legal ages. Yeah. Why do we have to put a label on it? Yeah. The guy's cute. She's cute. They yeah. had fun. Yeah. She's spicy. He's spicier. Uh, they both I like getting rubbed down with butter and chocolate and chocolate. Yeah. And sugar, powdered sugar. What How was do you that? Make a churro. I don't. Oh, is that what that was? Churro. Yeah. They're making a churro. Yeah. yeah. Pa- powdered sugar. Yeah. But anyways. Florence. Okay, but doesn't Florence live in Australia? So do we really think there's potential for her and Justin? Or was that just like... Well, it was actually moved back to the Netherlands. Oh, gosh. So, bye. Yeah, that's where she's from. Okay. But yeah, so... Well, Justin is, I'm sure, up for a little travel in his younger days. I mean, I think he'd probably find a great hostel to stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he would. That's Yeah, him and his... And his backpack. And his little backpack and his twin. I don't know yeah. if they can leave each other's sides. I know a lot of twins, like, don't want to separate. Yeah. I think it's kind of hard. My favorite is that Cleo just married Adam and Adam's twin Grant still lives with them because <laughs> Cleo married both. Twins for life. Cleo <laughs> um, got two husbands. <laughs> okay. I, Cleo really did. And, and I'm like, you're lucky because they are both awesome. <laughs> no, they're like the coolest dudes. They really are. They yeah, really are the coolest. Big fans. Um, okay, do you think the twins look like Pete Davidson? I've been Who seeing this comparison. Like? Um, I also saw something that they looked like Michael's sons. Who's that? Michael. Like Michael A's Oh, sons. sons. I thought yeah. you were saying somebody's name was Michael's sons. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I heard the Pete Davidson. Oh, who else was it they were saying he looked like? I don't know. I love Pete, Pete Davidson. Oh, me too. I have a crush a on him. Huge crush oh, on yeah, Pete yeah, Davidson. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the big dick energy or if it's... I think he's just so funny and awkward that I'm like... Same. I love a yeah. funny dork. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, see, Michael's a dork. Yeah. Yeah. And we all dork. saw how awkward our first date was. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was so sweet and genuine, though. It's like, I know. Genuine awkwardness. Like, but it's it's so it's the cutest thing in the world because it is. We all like to see drama, yes, but also I'll take cute awkwardness with the drama, right? Any day, yeah. Who do people tell you you look like? I've gotten a few different things. You just look like Danielle to me, <laughs> which Thanks. is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboy boots. They're just magic. They're magic. Walking around Nashville in a nice pair of boots is a whole vibe. A pair of jeans and my white Tacovas. Tacovas believes in Western for all. They've carried forward all of the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. So when you walk into a Tacova store, you're going to be greeted like family. If you can't make it to a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west as a special opportunity for my listeners. Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. So just use code VINE at checkout. That's V-I-N-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast. There are always new styles and looks. And again, for a limited time, just enter code VINE at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. Only at Tacovas.com. Hey, Friday Night Lights fans. It's Not Only Football, Friday Night Lights and Beyond is an episode-by-episode discussion of the hit TV series Friday Night Lights, hosted by yours truly, Scott Porter, who played Jason Street on the show, and my two wonderful co-hosts, me, Zach Guilford, a.k.a. Matt Saracen, and me, Mae Whitman, a.k.a. someone who wasn't on the show but really, really loves it a lot. We will also bring on some special guests, answer your questions, and tell you about what's going on in our lives today. 
It's not only football. Friday Night Lights and Beyond coming soon wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't Can't lose. Okay, wait, I just need to, like, move through this episode. I'm like, I really just wanted to talk to you about everything, but, like... Uh, let's Wednesday get, night. But, yeah, <laughs> Wednesday night at dinner. The real dish. Yeah, <laughs> off the... Oh, off. no, this is off the vine. On the vine. No, that's stupid. Way off the vine. We're going way off the vine. <laughs> We're off the record is what I meant to say. And I said off the vine, and I was like, wait, that's my podcast. Um, okay, I need to move on to Logan and Kate, because... Okay. I know you like everyone in paradise, but please back up Kate for me because I'm having a tough time with this one. Okay. What do you think of it? Honestly, I'm kind of confused watching it all back. Yeah. Because um, I guess you weren't really there for a lot of these conversations. Well, no. Like, like I'm same. not like watching. I mean, yeah. we all saw the notebook moment and I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. That was cute. But I actually didn't. I was not one of um, Kate's sisters in Christ that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, that was so entertaining. I mean, it was really like Kate's funny. Yeah. Kate's very funny. She's smart. Um, smart, super witty. Yeah. Um just shallow F. <laughs> I mean, it's just kind of like if you know those things about someone, then don't like don't right. entertain it then. Yeah. You know? I mean, Logan's like a really sweet guy. He seems sweet. He's very sweet. He's very genuine. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that's a hard one. There. Wait, because like I get question. it. Like we all I at this point in my life, I would not go for someone who didn't have their shit together. Right. Yeah. But it's not saying that, you know, Logan doesn't. Like Logan's worked really hard. Like yeah. he is like really proud of the fact that he's like built this career and What does he do? Um so he's like a videographer. He does like a lot of oh, good for like, him. Um video and I think think like with the news and stuff too. Um, so like, yeah, he's got roommates, but like the guy has a job. Like, and how old is he's he? Very motivated. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's later like, twenty. Yeah, which, I, but I'm like, yeah. If he, that's a good question. If if you know what it is mm-hmm. and you don't like it, why are you entertaining it this much? Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, you both could be happier if you. I mean, like this is the stuff that I would say to people in production and be like, "Don't talk to Malfi anymore." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> someone would come up and be like, "Oh my god, I think I need to go." I was like, "Yeah, you probably should." Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not feeling safe here, like, go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Great call. Let's talk about your mental health. Let's talk about your mental. Like, are you actually okay? Because you don't need to stay here. <laughs> it's a childhood wound that we need to get into. Or yeah, you should leave. Oh my god. So my therapist listens in on this and be like, Danielle, it is not your job to take care of everybody yeah. step back boundary yeah. <laughs> is that you are you a people pleaser or do you just want to take care of people or both a little bit of both yeah okay. yeah that's, i have a huge thing for like justice too you know but i love that about you yeah but it's also not my fight so i need to like <laughs> but not but you can myself. have a voice in a fight fair like for example you have a voice for women's rights and mm-hmm. things that you stand up for that are important and i love yeah. that you stand up for justice with that kind of thing but maybe in Kate and Logan, take a knee. I mean, <laughs> let yeah. them figure out their own shit. Love them both. Both good people. Oh, gosh. I just found, like, you know, the way she's handling it, I feel bad for Logan. I really do. Well, it, I mean, it's kind of mean. It is kind of mean. And I'm just watching, thinking of him watching it back. And it makes yeah. me, I get, like, secondhand heart, uh, heartbroken for him. Because I'm yeah. like, oh, that's. Um, so, yeah. she did, did she come off like that on the beach? Or are we seeing a different side in these ITMs? I think you're seeing a little bit of different side. Okay. ITM. Like, that's not really, like, what I witnessed of Kate. 
like we had a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, we were just like ragging on. Like it was Kate, Flo, and I, we'd be calling each other salty old sea eggs and like <laughs> rolling up on the beach. Like, <laughs> like had a, had a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really embracing our age. <laughs> well, as you should, though. I mean, yeah. we should be. I'm so proud of like where I'm at in my life with my age and like with everything. I'm like, I don't want anybody to make me feel bad about that. No, I don't let anyone make or you feel like bad I shouldn't about be like on a beach trying to find the love of my life. You could be like, 50 and find love of your life on the beach. Yeah. On TV. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It's not boring. It's just not toxic. I, sh- I struggled with a lot of the toxic ideas that the girls had of what love should be and what sh- love should look like. Oh gosh. I yeah. can't imagine. With all the, uh, yeah. You don't have to name names, but like what would some of their visions be? Well, you know, like you had Rory and Eliza, like when Aaron and Genevieve would fight being like, that's how you know they love you. Oh, I thought that was so messed up. It's so messed up. I I was was like, like, no, that's that's, really toxic, actually. That's really toxic. Like, that's not the ideals that we need to have. Yeah. And then, you know, when they were, you know, it was being like asked of Logan and Rodney to be like, no, like you're mine. Like, don't go on this date. That's like they're trying to give you space to like right. figure out what you want to do because they didn't and you have the power too to in that do. moment to also say no. Right. Yeah. And it's like the whole thing, the whole problem with paradise. Here's the problem with paradise. Nobody oh, communicates. There she goes. No one communicates. No. Like if you if you want to be like just because you get asked on a date, you don't have to go. Yeah. Just be if you like somebody. And you like only want to date that person. Yeah. You can only date that person. And if you're sitting there being like, but it's paradise. Is it? Well, then, well, then there's your answer. Yeah, you there's just your want answer. to date a bunch of people and you don't care. And that's fine too. Yes. Own it. Use the show for what it is. Yep. But if you want to like, but if you're in something that you like and you don't want to jeopardize, there you, there you have your answer. Yeah. I agree. Just talk to each other, people. God. See, we need more 37s on the show. <laughs> Okay, so then NC comes in from Clayton's season. Now, it seems like Andrew already had a crush on her. Yeah. Which was interesting. Andrew's kind of just been, like, floating along. He has. And you know what's funny is I interviewed Andrew a long time ago, and then he came to one of Jason's live podcasts, and we, like, went out with him. And I just went, oh, no, he's going to get in trouble. Like, I thought he was, like, being a playboy. And he's not. No. He's just floating around. Yeah. I think... Andrew's like a very, very sweet kid. The sweetest. The sweetest. I think he definitely wanted to find something. I think, again, like the show takes a toll on on your mental health. Yeah. And you get really excited. Not just this show, any television show. Any television show. Yeah. Yeah. It really does take a toll because you're in a whole other world that you're just thrown into and not used to. Right. So when. God, it's so hard. When Mara came in and talked to Andrew, Andrew was like, well, I'm in a relationship. I think it's maybe not as far as far along as others, mm-hmm. but it's it's there. But then what do you think about Andrew saying yes without talking to Jasenia? Oh, it's hard because I know Jasenia really liked him. Really liked Andrew. Yeah. But like also cared about him a lot as like a friend too. Uh, and that little conversation would have went a long way. Yeah. And then also interesting that uh, Logan was asked on a date. Yes. So Logan says no. Lindsay immediately heads out that situation. Just coming in late. It just sucks for that. It really sucks. Like at that point to try and come in. Like I was surprised. I thought they both were going to like. Yeah. Have to go. Right. Because I mean, I thought just any and Andrew were really tight. I thought um, Kate and Logan were like. 
I, I actually like yelled because I had spent so much time with Kate. I hadn't spent as much time with Logan. And Logan was like, yeah, okay. Like, let me talk to Kate, like, about going. And I was like, Logan, what are you doing? Like, you guys just finally found this, like, stable footing. <laughs> Seriously. Like, what? Logan, <laughs> Logan, as sweet as he is, I feel like he may be, like, experiencing, like, the, for the first time, just all these girls being, like, interested in him. Like, I'm not saying he, <laughs> girls weren't interested in him at right. home. But this many, like, good-looking, great gals just coming in at once like he's like what do i freaking do oh my god like everybody wanted logan everyone wanted logan that's so mm-hmm. funny and yeah let me just touch on the fact that andrew and nc go on the date and have oysters he's never had oysters before apparently not i like i'm i don't know Come i mean there's a lot of chemistry dude. flying off of that date though there really was mm-hmm. a lot of chemistry so what did you think about his breakup convo with jesenia i Felt like more could have been said and been like a little more like honest. But honestly, like I don't know if if like he even really knew what he was feeling right in that moment or like had the ability to articulate it. Right. Which is hard because like he had like Rodney had just left and um and he took that really hard. Yeah. And yeah, I think I think Andrew had like a bit of things stacked against him. Yeah. But again, it's like you also got to talk to people and communicate like what you're feeling. And mm-hmm. God, why is it so hard for everybody? I mean, it's hard. Like, is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm like, an over communicator. Well, now I feel like <laughs> yeah. I am, but like, you know, when I was younger, I sucked at communicating. That's true. I did too. That's true. I was like, eh, yeah, I'm going to take the easy way out of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Now Tuesday's episode, Rachel and Gabby show up at the beach. Mm-hmm. So awkward, but so entertaining. Uh, Logan the flip-flopper seems to be the main issue here. Yeah. Which we see you defending him. Yeah. So thoughts on watching it back? Kind of still the same. I was like really wondering where all like the Logan hate comes from. Because I mean, at that point, I didn't know who either Rachel or Gabby were because I didn't watch Clayton's season. Oh. And then so I I thought, legit, like I thought they were sending down two new girls. (laughs) Stop it. So Gabby and Rachel down, walked down the beach and you're like, who are these two new girls coming in? <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. because I felt terrible. But like, you probably went to Paradise while they were still filming? They had like just finished filming. But oh. like, I, like I didn't watch. Like I didn't know. Oh, like, that's really funny. Yeah. But apparently they really hated Logan. <laughs> yeah, Logan was not the most. Well, Logan yeah. and Kate's other one that she went on a date with. Uh, oh, yeah. Why am I blanking on his name? Hayden. Hayden. Yeah. Those two were like not loved on that season. Yeah. But again, I actually stood up for, up for Logan in a lot of episodes on my podcast from recapping Gabby and Rachel season because uh, I was like, dude's just confused. You're giving him two yeah. great options and he's yeah. flip flopping because he's like, wait, who do I have? A, I have a connection with both. Who's better? What are like, I kind of yeah. got it. Because like, I was like, that's what I did. Do the last final three of, of being a bachelorette. You're like, well, shit. Yeah, I mean, flip-flop all over the fantasy suites. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Was just You're just trying to figure it out. Yeah. I kind of stood up for Logan a few times, actually. At first, I called him Nogan. I was like, no, this guy's not. Mm-hmm. But then I stood up for him because I was like, wait, he's really not doing anything wrong. He's just trying to figure it out. He's just trying to figure it out, which I think he's trying to do in life should, a lot. Aren't we all? Yeah. We're all just trying to figure it out. Yeah. And you know what? What we're finally all here for. Mm-hmm. 
we see a sweet convo between you and Michael. It's quick, but it's there. <laughs> I'm like, how many sweet convos did we miss? Uh, hundreds? Thousands. thousands. Damn yeah. it. Did you guys ever hit the boom boom room? No, no one did. Really? No one went to the boom boom room. Spoiler alert. Except for Ashley and Jared. Believe me. I, yeah, except for Ashley and Jared. Why did no one go to I the actually, boom boom room? I actually did go in there once because I got so overheated on the oh. beach and I almost passed out. Oh. Yeah. And I found underwear in the bed. I was like, Who oh my gosh, whose was it? I don't know. There's like, they looked like a gray pair of men's like. Briefs. Oh, interesting. I don't know. But I was like, I don't want to be on the covers. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a no <laughs> for me, dog. But yeah. oh, I tried just for the air conditioning. But you know. so Boo Boo Room is the only one that has AC. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're just sleeping. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. But um, no one went. No one, really? wanted, no one wanted their sexy um, moans and gyrations wow. to be aired on ABC. Good for them. Yeah. That's pretty nice. Okay. And then we see uh, the cuties, Brittany and Tyler, go on a little date. Mm-hmm. She says she's falling in love. So cute. They're so cute. This is what, what see, I like. I guess that's what, we, you know, it starts at the, the beginning. You get to the middle where the drama is. And then the end is where all the love stories really happen. I feel like mm-hmm. we're getting there. We're getting there. And then there. The, uh, speaking of lovebirds, Thomas and Becca. Really love loving them. this guest appearances, but I'm also offended I wasn't one of them. <laughs> oh my god, I would have loved. Imagine. Oh my god, if you would have walked down there, I'd be like, I'm I just would have like ran into your your arms, and I just like <laughs> I would have like, spin you around on the beach. <laughs> I would have. It would have been a really beautiful moment between it us. Been a lovely moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. But it was fun hosting a '90s theme. Um, dance where that the gals act the guys so much fun i was gonna say how much fun was that it was a blast they how had fun. like fortune tellers and uh we had i want you know what i want i want all the disposable cameras oh yeah, yeah we had those we i want to see the pictures from that we had so much fun oh yeah wait you didn't get the disposable cameras back mm-hmm. oh yeah you got to get those developed they they confiscated all of the polaroids and you asked with face painting mm-hmm cute because Michael and I had a really sweet date. He set it up for me. We had one night, um, one of the like thousand moments that they didn't show us. We were watching the sunset because like the sunsets. Stunning. Oh my God. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're incredible. I was just there for um, Cleo's wedding was right yeah. by where they filmed Paradise. Yeah. And I was like, this is just ridiculous how gorgeous it is. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, I told him, I was like, I just. I don't want to forget this moment. Like everything about this moment is absolutely perfect. And so the next night he's like, I think it was a cocktail party. He set up like an easel. Like he's like, we're going to paint the sunrise (laughs) or the sunset that we watched together. So we can always have this memory. Oh, it's turned out pretty good. I'm, I'm, you we are together very well. Picasso's. A couple of Picasso's. <laughs> That's so cute. And yeah. I and I loved the conversation where you were saying you're you're scared because mm-hmm. you um don't know if he's there, but you like are feeling like you're falling in love. Yeah. So do you think he was feeling the same way? Just scared? Oh, I like to think so. I think I think we were both very guarded. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. I mean, it's an awkward situation. Totally. Like, you've got cameras everywhere. Yeah. And there's a certain amount of, you know, not trying to mess up like your home life yes. too badly, you know, and or do something dumb on national TV. Right. You know, like that thought's always in my head. Right. And it's just, it's just not comfortable. Would you ever tell someone first you loved them? 
Yeah, I would. Okay. Uh-huh. So the fear, where does the fear stem from that he wasn't maybe feeling the same? Yeah. Like the, and the uncomfortableness of like and maybe like, saying it on TV and him not saying it back. And then you're like, this is all just. Well, and, and also Michael and I got to know each other so much on that beach. There's mm-hmm. so many conversations that like no one will ever see. Yeah. And I knew. So like Nick passed away. It'll be 12 years in March. Wow. And I believe for him, it's going to be like four years in January. Mm -hmm. And so things will come up at any point, you know, and I've realized that like being in a healthy relationship. Yeah. um, Even on the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) But different things come up Mm -hmm. and whether that's 12 years or four years, but like, I just really felt like definitely for him. I was like, even if I am feeling this, like he's not ready to hear it yet. Yeah. That's and fair. I'm like, okay. Yeah. With that, because like I feel things from him mm-hmm. and like the way that he, like he shows up and like is intentional. Yeah. You don't even need him to say something right now. No. At, at this point in the, the quote unquote journey, you what he's doing is enough for you to feel safe and cared for yeah. instead of him just being like, like you're like throwing around words. Yeah. Yeah. That's so mature. <laughs> you're so mature. Boring. <laughs> Boring. Oh, give me the drama. No, I'm just kidding. I actually love that. I think that's really beautiful. And what a fe- nice feeling to feel that you don't need to hear him say that. You just, it's just wild. you feel seen by somebody and yeah. cared for and he I shows can... up in every way. Every way. Yeah. Everywhere. That's amazing. That's and you both are the only people that have experienced the nineties. I mean, truly, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I just love it. I love all of it. I know they're like we're born in the nineties. We're nineties babies. I was like, no, are you? I think like we were born in the eighties, but we're like nineties kids. Yeah, nineties kids. You are okay now. Jasenia is really upset about Andrew leaving her for NC, and then NC gives him an ultimatum in front of Jasenia, and it is so intense. What is your thought on an ultimatum? I would like to know. What you think of an well, ultimatum? I think at that point they had known each other for two days. Not like not even. What? Like not even. And oh, like, gosh. yeah, like you had this super, super intense connection. But like as like watching it back, I I really loved what Jasenia said. She was like, You're giving him an ultimatum right now, and that's not fair. It's not. Like he like Andrew and Jasenia cared a lot about each other. Even as like friends, and like you, Andrew says it too. He's like, "This is someone like I like care about. Like, just want to make sure we can be friends at the end of this. Yeah. Like, we're just having a conversation." Yeah. And I think, um, again, like I can't speak for NC, but I it it looked like she let like her insecurities kind of Show. get in the way, yeah. in that situation. Which yeah. oh, we've all been there, of course. I wonder but, if she regrets that. I don't know. We should have her on now. or i'll just tune into yeah the reunion yeah (laughs) i just bring her on the podcast for one question and one question i have one question (laughs) one question are you embarrassed about um showing your insecurities (laughs) i guess yes uh this scales i'll see you next tuesday (laughs) (laughs) oh that's amazing there are Um, no ads for this episode (laughs) sadly i took a pay cut uh for no ads just to ask you that one question yeah i'm trying to think is there anything that 
we haven't seen thus far that you really wish we did see? Like anything that stands out, even if it's funny, silly, stupid, sweet, romantic, barfy, whatever. God, I would say like all of the above. Oh. Like <laughs> Do you know Michael and I's relationship is so fun. And I feel like all they play is are like deep, serious conversations when we're just like goofy too. We're so goofy. Well, see, this is the good news. I'm putting it out into the universe that you two are really happy together right now. And then we can see on Instagram, Instagram stories and your <laughs> podcast and my podcast. And we can all be goofy together and show that side. I cannot wait. Okay. To see if you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait either. I freaking love you. I can't wait to go for dinner with you. Um, I've got rezos for us. I'm going to wine and dine you. Yes. And make you fall in love with me even more. Um, okay, tell people where they can find the WOMED pod. Yes, you can find um, the WOMED podcast anywhere that you listen to uh, your podcast. We're on Instagram at the WOMED, W-O-M-E-D. And yeah, it's a good time. It's a good, it's a, it's a really cool little healthcare community. I think so too. I've, I'm not in the healthcare world and I still enjoy the podcast. Yeah. Thanks, honey. Yeah. Well, that means so much. (laughs) No, you really both are really good at what you do. Thank you. And it's very informative. I like it. And I like you. And I like you and Michael together. So let's hope for the best. Um, (laughs) Ah, just the thought of it. Okay. Uh, Thank you for coming on the pod today. And it was so nice to do this in person. I know. I was so happy. I know. But I feel like you're really far away from me. Me, 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 me. me. It'll be even better. (laughs) Yeah, we will. I'm Caitlin Bristow. Your session is now ending. Thanks for joining us for this week's Grape Therapy. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow on your favorite podcast platform. And tune in Thursday for your next session. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couple's retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows. Available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.